As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Another journey into the realm of the strange and terrifying. I hope you will enjoy the trip. That it will thrill you a little and chill you a little. So settle back. Get a good grip on your nerves. Where are we going? You'll find out when we get there. Well, greetings, folks. Welcome back to the podcast. Your host here, Dakota. As always, if you have any comments, you can send them to otrmsh at gmail.com. Well, I've got a good one for you today from the Suspense Program, and the title of this one is the crowd. And this one stars Dana Andrews. Dana Andrews was born January 1st of 1909, and he was an American film actor and major star in what later became known as film noirs. He was a leading man during the 1940s, and he continued acting in less prestigious roles into the 1980s. He is best known for portraying a police detective in the film noir, Laura, of 1944. Dana Andrews passed away December 17th of 1992. All right, everybody. Well, let's go ahead and get into today's play. Sit back and enjoy from suspense, The Crowd, which aired September 21st of 1950. Suspense. Tonight, Autolite brings you The Crowd, a suspense play starring Mr. Dana Andrews. Go, go to him. Yeah, yeah, now you know. So keep moving. Oh, I didn't see you. I didn't mean to 
poke you in the tummy with my belly. What happened, officer? Yeah, Lieutenant, the way it happened, I, uh... Well, officer, we got a right to know what it's all about. What's going on up there? I can't see. Get somebody to hoist you up on their shoulders, citizen, then you'll see. Well, sometimes I don't understand this kind of thing, Lieutenant. A couple of minutes ago, this was an empty street. Now this crowd... You haven't told me what happened. Uh, well, I was directing traffic up the street. A woman screamed, and I thought it was just... Well, you know. But no, it was this guy laying on the sidewalk with a knife in him. Dead. Murdered. The people running around him. This crowd... Is he dead? In just a moment, Mr. Dana Andrews in the first act of The Crowd. And now, with The Crowd and the performance of Mr. Dana Andrews, Autolite hopes once again to keep you in suspense. call had come in from the police call box 12 minutes before. Had come to headquarters, been transferred to me, Johnny Stilano. I'm a lieutenant, New York police. Things like this are my job. It had taken me maybe five minutes to get there, and already the crowd was there. The crowd. A ring of shifting, compressing, changing faces looking down at the dead man, watching the shape of death in his face. Stand back! Stand back! Officer? Yeah, Have you gone through this man's pockets? Do you know who he is? No, sir, I haven't had time. Here comes the ambulance, Lieutenant. All right, you people. Why don't you move on? Give them room. Give them room. Hi, Johnny. Hello, Doc. You through? All right, boys. Let them through. Come on, through. Out of the way, you. Out of the way. Here and there, on the fringes of the crowd, a man detached himself from it, bit his lip and left. Even the spectacle of death can't compete with the time clock. Get back to work and tell your friends about it. Then the sound of death fading away. And then the crowd. And in a little while, the only thing left of it was an unconvinced passerby who looked over his shoulder at the spot and hurried on. Then the leavings of the crowd. A dead man, identified from a worn leather wallet as Edgar Dale, West 32nd Street. Name and address. Go there. Dig into a life that was done. That's why. At Edgar Dale's rooming house, a woman opened the door only halfway, touched her cotton wraparound high on her throat, shook her head to most of my questions. Edgar Dale had no family, lived alone. And a shrug to... What friends? He worked, that's all. At the Baker Sign Painting Company on First Avenue. Maybe there, mister. I went. Something I can do for you? I'm a police officer, Johnny Stilano. Oh, oh, how do you do? My name is Becker, Elliot Becker. A man worked for you. Edgar Dale? Edgar Dale. I just put the phone down on the police a minute ago. They called and told me what happened. Then you know why I'm here. I believe so. You'll want to know all about Edgar. I'll help all I can. Tell me about him. Edgar, Edgar was like anybody, looked like anybody, talked like anybody, kept to himself, he did his job. Uh, a man who sat in the supply room back and read science fiction magazines when he didn't go outside to have lunch. What else? I don't know. You can only judge a solitary man by the things he did to give me that impression. He listened to jokes but never told one. He clipped pictures of movie stars in bathing suits and pasted them over his workbench, crossword puzzles, contests the newspapers ran, those things. Friends? Girlfriends? 
I don't know, Mr. Stamal. I've wondered sometimes who might enjoy Edgar as a friend, but I don't know. Where is he killed? Two blocks from here. This morning. I, I saw the people running. I, I couldn't get away. That's too bad. How was he killed, Lieutenant? What did he look like? Johnny, been waiting for you. What's up, Redden? People get phone calls. Five altogether. From whom? I don't know. I tried to wheedle it out of him, but the man just wouldn't say. He said he'd keep trying, though. He has to talk to you personally. What else? Uh, this envelope came addressed to your special delivery. It's marked personal. Open it. It says personal. Open it. Hmm. 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 What is it? A picture, Johnny. A clip from this afternoon's extra in the news. I saw it there myself. A picture of the man who was stabbed to death on the street with the crowd around him. I see it. Now look what's written under it, Johnny. Yeah. I did well, didn't I, police? Next time it will be even better. Johnny Solano speaking. Oh, I, I finally got you in, Lieutenant. I read in the papers you were assigned to the case. Uh, the man found dead on the sidewalk. Yes. I uh, just called to ask you if you got the clipping I sent you. The one of the dead man lying on the street. I sent it special. Oh? Well, I just got in. I haven't had a chance to look at the mail. Will you hold on just a minute while I check? Here's this call, quick. Hi, Johnny. I, uh... Oh, yes, I have it here. The words written underneath. Did you write them? Oh, yes. And I meant them. Every word. There will be a next time, Lieutenant. There will be another murder. Oh, I, I believe you. I won't be so foolish as to think you're some kind of a crank. I can just... see you're a very intelligent man. It was very clever how you committed the murder. Broad daylight on the street. Oh, the next one will be even more spectacular. Far more. Well, tell me about it. <laughs> oh, there's no need. There'll be a crowd. You read about it. I'll send you a picture. Ready? I got it, Johnny. Gilbert Shoe Repair. It's right around the corner from here. I got the blotter on my desk. Gilbert Shoe Repair. Gilbert! Hey, Gilbert! Turn off that machine. I want to talk to you. Turn off that machine. Oh, sure, Johnny. Oh, you want your shoes, Johnny? <laughs> they have been in here so long, I was going to put them in the window with a for sale under them. Huh? I don't want to talk to you about shoes. Not about shoes? There's something else we can talk about? About a man. He just made a phone call from here. What man? Well, listen to me, Gilbert. Just a couple of minutes ago, a man came in here. I don't know what man. He made a phone call. From here? Use my phone? Yeah, maybe he did. All right, so he did. You don't understand, do you? This man was a murderer. Two minutes ago, he was in here using your phone. Oh, so what am I supposed to do about it? I'm a shoemaker. But look out through the window, Johnny. See all those people? Every now and then, one of them breaks off, comes in, wants his shoes fixed, wants to use the phone. Yep. Oh, yeah. A few minutes ago, one of them did come in. Let me ask you to use my phone. Well, I didn't notice anything about it. I never noticed anything about any of them. They're all alike. Some are men, some are women. This one was a man. Back into the street again and into the swarm crowd. 
into the wash of anonymous faces, the blob, and somewhere in it, a murder. Then back into the office, sit down again, stare at Reardon again, Reardon stares back. And then, get up, walk to the window, stare at the crowd. Ringing, Johnny. Uh-huh. Donna Stellano speaking. You don't run so fast, Lieutenant. You know, you know, you almost knocked me down when you ran across the street into that shoemaker's shop. Yeah. I'm close by, Lieutenant, in the payphone on the subway, 34th Street. Run fast, Lieutenant. Hello? Hello? Never mind, Raider. Again? Him again. He even told me where he was. So I'd go there and close my eyes and point a finger at the five o'clock subway crowd and say, You, you're a killer. I almost knock him down. I talk to him. We chat on the phone. I can give you a category for this murderer. These phone calls, the boasting of his killing. I'm not a doctor and I know he's crazy. Sure, sure, sure you do, Reardon. I don't know where to start. Where do I start, Reardon? I... Take it easy, Johnny. A lonely little man is stabbed to death on the street in New York City. For all I know, this killer is standing right beside me, looking down at the dead man. The killer sends me a picture. The killer calls me on the phone. The killer tells me he's in a subway at 34th Street Station. The killer... Lieutenant. Yeah? Call box report just came in. man was pushed in front of a subway, 34th Street Station. <laughs> But with variation now, the body of a man, broken, crushed, without form, like a child's drawing of death, lay on a beer of railroad ties and glistening steel rails. Over him, the shroud of a subway car, and deep in the cavern, the lament of hurtling steel, the crowd, the crowd watching on the platform. No variation here. Same crowd that gathers and watches of all death public performance. The crowd. Let me look, let me look. Autolite is bringing you Mr. Dana Andrews in The Crowd, tonight's production in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now Autolite brings back to our Hollywood soundstage Mr. Dana Andrews in Elliot Lewis's production of The Crowd, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. This envelope just came for you. Special delivery? Marked personal? Mm-hmm. Give it to me. Like the last time? Like the last time. Newspaper picture. This is a triple under the subway train. With the crowd around. Uh-huh. Look at him. Now look at this one. The first one I got when Edgar Dick was stamped. Uh, why do people always hang around other people's hurt? I'll pour you some coffee. You want coffee, John? Yeah, yeah. Here. Here you are, Johnny. Johnny? What? Huh? This man standing here in the picture. Right in front of the crowd, around Edgar Dale. This man here. Not very clear. So? The other picture. The one on the subway. This man. Also in the front row of the crowd. Also not very clear. So? Look at him, will you? I'm looking. Hey. The same man, Reardon. The same man in both pictures. I won't say no. Me neither. Because it's the same. Incidents. It could have just happened that way. One chance of 50,000, then 100,000, 1,000, 1,000. But it could have happened. 
One man brought up a crowd having his picture taken as a spectator of violent death on a crowded street in a subway. One man pushing his way to the front of the crowd to have his picture taken just because it happened to him twice in the same day. By some sly smile of fortune, it was arranged for two people to die just where he happened to be. Just where there was a man with a camera to take a picture to. A picture that would give him a name in his neighborhood, make people look up to him. Don't tell me how it was. He was there, twice. And then there was the other chance, that he was the murderer. That's the one a policeman had to put his money on. He could do that by talking to a man he knew in the newspaper office, a man in charge of the morgue. Any Marty Powell. You're slumming, Lieutenant? Don't you ever open a window in here, Marty? Who wants fresh air? Fresh air's for the birds. If you don't like it here, go away. Still sour, huh, Marty? You come from out there. Anything happened with out there just before you came in? No. I didn't think so. When it does, when it dries up and blows away out there, I might sweeten up. If I feel like it. What can I do for you, Lieutenant? I want to look at some pictures. Don't we all? Pictures where people were killed. Where... Look, Lieutenant, I got files and files of those to the ceiling, see? Be more explicit. How were they killed? Accident? War? By a wife? A jealous lover? Suicide? Stop me anytime, like I tire easy. Unloaded revolver? Well, it's hard to explain, Marty, but uh, pictures like these. Local. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Pictures like unsolved murders, huh, Lieutenant? Where the killing was violent. Too violent for you boys to solve? I'll get some for you. Oh, I know what you're playing. How far back, Lieutenant? Two, three years, maybe. Mm, I was afraid of that. Here you are. I made a selection for you. The most artistic, the most captivating. Several of these won prizes. We are very proud of this one, for example. To your taste? Mm-hmm. Let's see some more. This one. Pull that one out, Marty. Not the one with the guy who fell out of the window or the other one? The window. Now let's see some more. been here for two hours, Lieutenant. I told you, I tire easy. More. Okay. That one. I like these. These two. Goodbye, Marty. You ready on that projector, Reardon? Uh-huh. Yeah, of cleaned up. Okay, turn out the lights. That's how the first one. This is a picture of a man pulled out of the river. He was shot. The picture was taken in December 1948. Notice the crowd. Notice this spectator. The one in the front row, not wearing a hat. That's hat number two. A picture of a man who was pushed or fell out of a window from a ten-story building. Yeah, this year. Again, notice the crowd. And the man in the right-hand corner of the crowd being pushed back by a policeman. I run the slides of the ones that we had made from the newspaper clipping. A crowd around Edgar Dale. Notice that man up front, on the end. Okay. A crowd around Adam Treppel. Notice the fourth man down in the front row. What do you think, Reardon? They're all the same man. You sure? The same man. <laughs>
took an hour for the newspapers to hit the streets with a front-page picture of a man wanted for murder. A man in the crowd who, for two or three years, had quietly committed murder. Or killing, to our knowledge. Now we knew what he looked like. What went on inside his mind. He liked to kill. He liked to stand with a crowd over his kill. With the crowd, liked to see death up close. That man is my husband. Where's your husband now? He's in bed. He pretends he's an invalid. Been lying there for five years, but I know he sneaks out at night when I'm asleep. Waiting on him hand and foot for five years, and I know he's only pretending. We checked it. The man was an invalid, paralyzed. Then? I'm the man. I'm the man you want. I did all those killings. This picture of you we have. You don't look the same. You changed. That's right. I've changed. I change all the time. Don't you think that's clever of me? Yes, it is. Will you wait here a moment? Reardon. Yeah, what is it, Johnny? There's a man in my office. Take him to the psycho ward for observation. <laughs> Johnny Stellano speaking. Please, can you come here quickly? Who is this? I'm Mrs. James Shirley. I, I have a rooming house at 1216 E38. What is it you want, Mrs. Shirley? The man with pictures in the paper. The man you're looking for. He has a room in my house. Is he there now? No, but I expect him home any minute. Please, will you come quickly? Right away. <laughs> His name is Charles Turner, Mr. Solano. At least that's what he told me it was. He's been living here for the past seven years. I don't know much more about him than that. He comes and he goes. Take me to his room, Mrs. Shirley. Yeah, right down the hall. Yeah, I'll turn on the light. This is his room. These pictures on the wall... A man in a subway, on a street corner. A man who fell out of a building. Yes, they all belong to Mr. Turner. He hung them on the wall. I never asked him. What'll happen now? Do you have a room near the front of the house? My room. We'll wait for Mr. Turner there. me like that for? I told you to wait in the squad car. Well, a call just come through. A guy's holding our killer. What? Yeah, a greasy spoon lunchroom down the corner. Now, Mr. Turner always eats right down the corner. The guy who runs the joint phoned in that our man is eating the supper there right now. Let's go. Hey, there's a crowd. That's funny. The street was deserted less than a minute ago. Let's go. All right, let us go here. Police officers, let us through! What happened to you? You... you police? That's right. I own this place. He saw me making the phone call. Ran out. I ran after him. He had a knife and a... 
He's dead, Reardon. Huh? Johnny East nodding. He just made it. I said he's dead. Will one of you people in the crowd go in the store and call an ambulance? This man's dead. Let me through. Let me through. Reardon. That's him, Johnny. This man. Is he dead? What happened to him? Anybody know what happened? Would you like to see him, mister? Would you like to see him up close? Why, why, I... The photographers will be here in a few minutes. Why don't you stick around and have your picture taken, Mr. Turner? Well, you're wrong. My name is not Turner. I just wanted to know whether the man was dead. That's all I... All I want to get out of here. Come back here, Turner. One side, sit. Come back here. Johnny. Yep. Let's go, Reverend. Dead. Johnny, look at him. Look at him. Yeah. Here comes the crowd. Is he dead? Is he dead? Get out of my way. I want to see. I want to see. Get out of the way. Did he really die? Huh? I want to see him. Suspense, presented by Autolite. Tonight's star, Dana Andrews. Tonight's Suspense play was produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with music composed by Lucian Morawieck and conducted by Led Luskin. Parts of this program were transcribed. The Crowd by Ray Bradbury was adapted for suspense by Morton Fine and David Friedkin. Dana Andrews appeared through the courtesy of Samuel Goldwyn. He may currently be seen in the Goldwyn production, Edge of Doom. And remember next week on Suspense, Mr. Joseph Cotton in Fly by Night. <laughs> <laughs>